Hey, this is Radiant Fire Radio with your host, Christopher, and I am here talking about eight boundaries step parents shouldn't cross. We did parts one through four last week, and we're going to do parts five through eight this week. And this is an article that's been written by Keith Bayless. It's old. It's 2014. But the wisdom inside of this article is absolutely timeless, and it will save your relationships. So, number five. Getting involved in arguments between your stepchild and your spouse. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm going to tell you, I did this one time. I will never, ever do it again. Because I'll tell you what happens. When you get in between them and you think that you're defending the biological parent, everybody turns on you. Your head's getting cut off by everybody. So if you, if you <laughs> number five, you better pay attention to. If they're, if they're in an argument between each other, walk away. Walk away, leave the house, get out of it. Let's, let's listen to what Ms. Bayless has to say. If you want to preserve your relationship with your stepchildren and partner, it's best to let them work conflict out on their own, Corf says. Unless the step-parent and child are well-bonded, the child will likely feel that the step-parent is butting into their business. And this can cause the child to feel resentful of their step-parent. Even if you have the best intentions, Corf says, your interference can prevent your your spouse and your stepchild from learning how to resolve problems on their own and can have a negative impact on your marriage. For stepmoms, if you swoop in and try to fix everything for your husband, he may feel emasculated and view your action as a belief that you don't think he can handle his own child. This will surely cause some tension in your marriage. Instead of getting involved in arguments between your stepchild and your spouse, be your partner's support system, Corf suggests, giving him feedback only and when he asks for it. If he doesn't come to you for help, then assume he's got it covered. Such, such sound wisdom. Number six, ignoring or countering the wishes of the ex. If your stepchild's mom has forbidden dyeing her hair, midriff-bearing shirts, or dating before she's 16, it's not your place to override their wishes. Realize that there are no ex-parents, just ex-spouses, Randall says. Your new spouse may no longer be married to the ex, but the ex still gets a say in their parenting their children. You've got to remember that. You've you got to put this in play. So instead of ignoring or countering the wishes of your ex, your spouse needs to co-parent with the ex. The more helpful and understanding you are as a step-parent, the easier it will be for the entire family, Randall says. If you have serious concerns about the stepchild's health, wellness, or safety because of the ex-spouse's rules, talk with your spouse about it. If you just don't like the rules the ex-spouse has made for the child, step back and realize you don't get to control everything. Give up your right to control. Give it up. Number seven, bad-mouthing the ex. I tell you what, I've never done this, um, and, and I highly recommend that you don't ever do it either because it, it always, the times that I've seen this done for people, it never it never works out good for you if you're a step-parent because it's, it's just like being in a domestic violence situation and an officer goes in to try to, to rescue the wife. 
Both of them turn on on the on the officer. It's not good. Bad mouth in the ex. As tempting as this may be, talking poorly about the ex-spouse is always a no-no, even if the stepkids are doing it. It is important for the step-parent to listen with empathy and kindness, but not put down the parent to the child or allow the child to hear negative comments about their parent. Dr. Pedro Carroll says, after all, the child is 50% of that person, and they may experience negative comments as an attack on their very own DNA. Children can be damaged by exposure to ongoing conflict and repeated negative message, messages that put them in the middle of conflict. Instead of bad-mouthing the ex, be a sounding board if your spouse or stepchild needs to vent, but don't contribute to the bad-mouthing. When possible, contribute to the quality of family life by helping to contain any conflict between your partner and their ex. You can be a tremendous support to your partner and your stepchildren when you maintain some objectivity and do not enter into every conflict, Dr. Pedro Carroll says. Number eight, pressuring your new partner to always put you first or seeing your stepchild's need for one-on-one -on -one time with his parent as a threat to your marriage. This is really good. This is really good. Children often worry that a parent's love for a new spouse will mean less love for the child. This fear may cause children to behave with anger and resentment that seems unjustified. Dr. Pedro Carroll explains, if a step-parent does not understand the need for a child to have a deeply connected bond to his biological parent, problems in the family and the marriage can arise. So instead of pressuring your new partner to always put you first or seeing your stepchild's need for one-on-one -on -one time with his parent as a threat to your marriage, understand the importance of a strong parent-child relationship and have confidence that their relationship does not undermine your relationship with your spouse. A jealous attitude towards your stepchild will negatively affect your marriage because parents have strong bonds with their own children, Dr. Pedro Carroll says. Thus, hurt feelings or problems between a step-parent and a stepchild can easily undermine a remarriage. Step-parents and stepchildren developing positive relationships is critical to the new family's success. That was Kate Bayless. This is part two of Eight Boundaries Step-Parents Shouldn't Cross. And I hope you really enjoyed and got a lot out of this. You be blessed. This has been Christopher at Radiant Fire Radio. We are committed to excellence and truth. We're committed to bringing the whole gospel to you as we go forth in this endeavor in this hour. We pray that God would be with you. His prophetic mantle and his prophetic anointing would be upon your life. Please feel free to contact us at any time with questions, comments, or concerns. You can reach us at Christopher at RadiantFire.org. Like us on Facebook, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries. And you can subscribe to our YouTube page, Radiant Fire Radio Ministries, on YouTube.